Are you struggling with chronic inflammation in your body and not sure how to reduce it? We'll be talking about ways to reduce chronic inflammation today on the Dr. Lam Show. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam. I'm an internal medicine physician who's also board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. And uh, I'm here with my uh, sister, Dr. Carrie Lam. And Dr. Carrie, why don't you kind of uh, Tell us about chronic inflammation and our ways to reduce chronic inflammation. Right. Inflammation is just such an exciting topic. So I'm glad we'll be able to deal with it because it can really um, show up in so many different ways. Uh, inflammation is usually something that's normal, right? Un unless it goes rampant in your system. Inflammation can show up like fevers if you uh, have the virus or, or if you're undergoing an infection. And or inflammation can show up as a, a joint that is just aching and wearing out. Um, but the type of inflammation that we're talking about is more of a chronic inflammation. So not acute, like the fever or the joint pain uh, uh, acutely, but something that just is irritating your system over a long period of time. And, and, it, and what we need to do is really reduce this type of inflammatory response in your system, whether it's, whether it's triggered by stress, emotionally or physically. So um, one of the most important things, so we'll say number one, is to reduce that stress because stress like I said, even perceived stress can cause inflammation in your system. You know, one of the most difficult things is to simplify your life, to live a minimalistic life. And in this modern world, we have burdens that are placed on us, emotional, physical demands that are just above what normal humans are designed to undergo. And oftentimes we have to find ways of getting around this stress. But, uh, a lot of times we fail with these, the stress just tends to overload our body and it, it causes inf inflammation. And so the number one thing really is to try to maybe meditate or breathe and to be able to control the autonomic nervous system in dealing with the stress and ultimately the inflammation. Can you go through a little about that, Dr. Dermy? Yeah, so actually, uh, you know, breathing is one of the ways that you can actually control your autonomic nervous system. And it's really a wonderful thing. But the problem with adrenal fatigue is that, you know, if you're weak, then improper breathing, which uh, even for normal people is helpful, can actually make you worse. And so the in breathing and the out breathing must, you know, match your body's autonomic nervous system. Over breathing can actually sometimes crash your system as well as under breathing as well. So, you know, we've developed the adrenal breathing method that is specific for people with adrenal issues, really in order to not really stimulate the sympathetic nervous system. And the key to breathing and, you know, other similar modalities such as meditation is to really just have your body relax. Uh, you don't want your body to be excitatory. So take a deep breath, you know, and kind of refresh your mind. And that will help rebalance your autonomic nervous system. 
decrease the stress, and then in doing so, also decrease that chronic inflammation in your body. You're right. And when you move that diaphragm with this belly type of breathing, you can actually move that vagal nerve, which is in, in very important to the parasympathetic response to, to balance out that sympathetic fight or flight. So you want to be able to relax. And sometimes even a deep, full deep breath might be overstimulating. So you instead of taking a full deep breath, you might have to cut back to maybe 70% of a breath. To, so gauge your body and how it responds to deep breaths because some people cannot tolerate even taking deep breaths. So you, you don't want to stress out about the breathing, but you want it to mostly just calm your system. And what the, the, the ultimate physiological response to being calm is that it will reduce the amount of stress and therefore reduce the inflammation that can be causing in your, your, your body, right? That's right. And so, you know, if you want some guidance with that, we do have an app, Dr. Lam's Adrenal Breathing app on the App Store. So if you want to download it, you just go to the App Store and you can actually breathe with the app and it will teach you the right type of breathing. And it's very important not to overdo it and just to uh, go slow, start slow, and then uh, go up with, as, and with uh, intensity as you can. And so that's number one, really reducing stress both emotionally and physically. And what is number two, Dr. Carey? The second most important thing is to maintain a healthy gut. How do people do that? Well, obviously, you definitely want to have a clean, natural, pure, non-processed diet, which could consist of avoiding um, wheat, corn, dairy, some, you know, basic things that everyone could be doing. However, it's not easy because these types of foods are just so pervasive in a lot of our foods, especially the processed ones. So get, get, getting on a gut program can be very important, whether it's on some digestive enzymes or probiotics to help rebalance or rebuild your gut lining. There are very personalized approaches to be able to help you when your gut is weak. But it's important to have a healthy gut because it is your second brain. And it, in addition, it is also where a lot of your inflammatory cells are hidden. And um, they have a lot of Peyer's um, patches, which holds memory cells. And if toxins are able to get through your gut to these Peyer's patches and antibodies are being made, these antibodies can produce lots of toxins. So you want to make sure that your gut lining is well um, lined with no leakiness, which we can call leaky gut, right? Uh, and that you have a good overall balance in your enzymes and probiotics and your microbiome, which is the gut bacteria in your gut. So having a healthy gut is very important. So Dr. Jeremy, what's the next way of reducing inflammation? So the next step would be to avoid uh, synthetic materials and toxic chemicals. And that's quite hard in the world that we're living in today, but uh, it's often very good and very beneficial for those who are especially very sensitive, especially those with adrenal fatigue. So some things that you can do is to avoid plastic, 
and so to replace plastic with glass, you know, the containers in your homes can be uh, used for glass. Other things that are quite toxic is your perfumes, um, uh, uh, makeup that you also use, they should be uh, more uh, chemical free as well. And also, yeah, things like the carpets, um, emit a lot of chemical films, paint if you're painting your homes, you know, cleaners that you have to clean your house with instead of using bleach or very toxic kind of chemicals. Those are all volatile and can uh, affect your system in a lot of inflammatory ways. And so um, making sure as natural as you can stay away from not only like the processed foods in cans because they have BPA or plastics or even in receipts, um, ask for receipts to get sent to you by email, you know, and, and stay away from canned foods. These toxins just surround us. And so getting to know what these toxins are and avoiding them are very important. One app that I love to use is called Think Dirty. Like Dr. Jeremy was talking about the cosmetics. Um, and, and if you want to know what um, are good uh, alternatives, right, to cleaners or shampoos or laundry detergents or cosmetics, get this app and they would have a lot of good um, alternatives and it will tell you what's a good uh, way and alternative to use for all these products. And if you think that you've gotten exposed, then you might want to have some testing done, which we do offer in our clinic, uh, such as toxic metals or nutritional elements to make sure that uh, your nutritional elements are uh, at a well-balanced state and whether if you have any toxic metals in your uh, body, that's also good to know. So then we can reduce the inflammation and that toxic load in your body. So, you know, there, are so, there were some uh, good uh, principles that we had just mentioned about reducing chronic inflammation. And uh, some of them may be impossible depending on your lifestyle and schedule demands, but you can always do something. Just start with one thing, uh, one change that you can make that will reduce your stress level or fit within some of the tips that we had given. And just try that to see if that, you know, will make a big enough of a difference for your body. And remember that you can also get help by calling our office at 714-709-8000 and uh, to get some other help in reducing inflammation in your body. So if you would like more testing, whether it's toxic metals, nutritional elements, getting your gut back on track, um, and helping with the stress reduction, definitely give our office a call at 714-709-8000. And we would be able to get you started on reducing your chronic inflammation. So Dr. Jeremy, we talked about quite a few things uh, and we still have a few more tips to give. What is the next tip for reducing more chronic inflammation? The next tip is to exercise regularly if you have chronic inflammation. Now, this can seem kind of twisted because most people who have chronic inflammation have joint pain and say they can't exercise. So what are the things that they can do if they can't exercise uh, because they're weak, you know, and they tend to be more sedentary? Well, we've really devised our own recovery process uh, where we go through different uh, 
exercises, restorative exercises that focus on the adrenals to help you and your chronic inflammation decrease in your body. And these exercises are uh, adrenal circulation exercises, cardiac exercises, posture-related restorative exercises, and then also a special 21-part series adrenal yoga exercises that really takes people from being almost bedridden state all the way up to full vitality. And it's a great approach and it's a very steady, systematic, and comprehensive way to decrease that chronic inflammation and to also not go too fast to really crash your body and to really take it at the pace where your body should be at. And so that's uh, one of the important steps in reducing chronic inflammation is to exercise where you can at what level your body is able to handle. And so Dr. Carey, what are some other things that we can do to reduce chronic inflammation? So it's very important to find your triggers and to be able to detox from the things that are causing your inflammation. Whether it's your environment and you're breathing in a lot of polluted air or occupational with their fumes or um, not hydrating enough and not being able to uh, flush out your toxins, you have to make sure you get to the underlying root cause of what toxins are in your system causing the inflammation and be able to flush them out. And if you need to undergo detoxes, that is also a very key part in reducing inflammation. But you have to be very careful about what type of detoxes you do because you don't want to overdo it if your body is very sensitive as it can backfire. Uh, if someone is very congested and they detox too much too fast, they could have Herxheimer reactions. They could have a retoxification reaction where they actually feel worse after they detox because these toxins tend to circulate even more and cause more inflammation. Okay, so uh, the detoxes should always be done under supervision of a healthcare pro provider or someone who's experienced in order for you to know what's the best way and gentler ways of detoxing, okay? And finding these triggers, again, is very key to making sure you get rid of the toxins that are causing the underlying root inflammation. And Dr. Jeremy, um, we've talked a lot about, you know, the root causes and what we can do to help, but there are also some supplements that can be used in chronic inflammation, and we save this for last. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of supplements out there that can help fight inflammation. Uh, some of the best natural anti-inflammatory supplements are um, alpha-lipoic acid, that's one. Uh, curcumin, that's also a very good one that can help with a lot of inflammatory joint aches. Fish oil is also very good to help decrease inflammation. It has to be very high quality fish oil um, to make sure that that can decrease the inflammation. Some other ones that can be good, but have to be careful with those with adrenal fatigue because they can also have paradoxical reactions is ginger, uh, resveratrol can be good, and then also spirulina. 
Other things that we've also found to be anti-inflammatory, as uh, we've spoken about uh, before, is also, you know, quercetin, bromelain, that can also help with the histamine response, as well as decreasing inflammation. Any other uh, compounds or natural supplements, Dr. Carey, that you can think of? So other compounds that you can use are natokinase or streptokinase if you're doing them systemic enzymes on an empty stomach. They can really try to reduce your inflammation and increase circulation in your whole body as it makes your blood flow smoother and it sometimes would also also thin out your, your blood. So some of these compounds, you do have to be very careful if you're taking any blood thinners. You don't want to overdo it. Like you said, um, you always want to make sure that you ask your doctor before starting any supplements because you, you don't want to overdo it and you want to make sure you're on the right dose and that it's not interacting with any medications that you're taking. Okay, so that's all we have on inflammation today. Hope we didn't overload you. And we hope that this was very helpful. And then you got some good tips on identifying sources of inflammation, as well as reducing them where possible. Thank you for listening. And just remember that you can always contact us for help with chronic inflammation by calling our office at 714-709-8000. We're here to empower you to take control of your health. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to so that you can get notified of our weekly episodes that come out on the Dr. Lamb Show. We hope you enjoyed this episode on chronic inflammation. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.